being a Latin actor or or, or a, um, a minority actor, wherever you are, you are you are you are usually one of you're usually one the only one represented, uh, and uh, like and at least in my experience, I was always the only brown guy, and there was always another darker skin, like a black guy or a black woman. And it was funny that you would always find yourself drawn to each other. Uh, and I guess it's not funny, but it, it's sort of like we found refuge in each other because while everyone else was still our colleagues, there was something that we understood of one another. There was something unspoken and connected that drew us uh, together always. I remember always wanting to just I have a natural, I think, I have a natural competitive edge to me um, because I grew up playing sports. And so I've always wanted to be able to compete I, uh, fairly. I've always wanted to be thrown in and be like, let me race, let me play. Um, I can ball, I can run. Um, but it always felt like I wasn't allowed or, I, or, or the rules were just a little different for some reason. Like, like um there was more game or more race for my white uh, actors uh, and colleagues. And the, the melanated kids had to sort of like wait on the sidelines for their one chance uh, to prove that I can do this. Where, and, and everyone else had like, um, I don't know, just, just a plethora of opportunities. Um, and when you when you come out of the theater, you or when you come up in the theater, as uh, I mean, things are different now, obviously. But uh, when you come up in the theater, it's like as a brown-skinned actor, you you wait for that really good play that is brown-skinned cast, uh, and you hope that you're you hope that someone's doing that, uh, and or you you just you do the classics because they'll, uh, for some reason, that is okay to uh, do colorblind casting. I don't know if they still call it that. Um, so yeah, I don't know. There was, there was always really good writing and really good plays and scripts and film and TV and that I was like, damn, I, I want to, I don't know if I'm allowed to cuss in this or not, <laughs> but I, I like, I want to bite into that. Like I want, I, I want, I want to fucking race. I want to run. I want to compete. I want to play. And part of me realized early on that I wasn't going to be able to, or at least accepted that um, because, because of this, because of who I am, by my nature on, on the surface is brown. Um, but who I am internally, who I am, my characteristics are, are many, it, 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 there's many colors to that. But as far as TV and film are concerned, you're usually depicted a, a one, like two, three ways. Right. And I always think of like, it's like you're the New York Puerto Rican, the Miami Cuban, uh, or the LA like Chicano uh, or Cholo. And, or, or you're some sort of like 
super sexy Latin heart hot throb like that, like that is so sultry and that you're, you're meant to be objectified. Uh, and I don't, I've never seen myself as any of those things. I'm not any of those things. And I think there are many Latin people that are not those things. We have everything in between to be Latin, to be a part of the Latin community. Uh, it runs the gauntlet. Like there is no race in, in Latinx. Like I, I have known Asian Latinos, black Latinos, indigenous uh, Latinos, white Latinos. So we all have very different experiences. Uh, and so it can't be pinned down to these four stereotypes, but that's how media depicts us. Thanks for listening to this episode of Speak LA, the podcast. 